Today, we are talking about breaking the back of fear, kicking fear out of our lives. See, the body of Christ has such a call of God on it. Like I've been, last week we had the opportunity to be under the tent with Brother Tracy. We have... You know, we have different spiritual coverings that we're connected to. And these different men and women of God, especially here at Boomerang, Pastor Ryan has been ministering all year about not settling, about stepping into the supernatural, about walking with power, raising us up to realize who we are. We're called by God for such a time as this. Every person watching know that you have a call of God on your life that cannot be revoked. God has established upon every one of us before we were ever born, a plan, a destiny, and a calling of God. And it's wonderful. The life that God has for his body, the plans that he has for his body are good. Every bit of it's good. There's not one plan of God that's not good. And put that in the comments. There's not one plan of God for my life that's not good. God's plans are only good, only profitable, only full of life and victory. Because that's who our God is. And yet a lot of times, the body of Christ, we've had these words available. We've had these mighty women of God and men of God available. And... We've heard it, we've amended it, and yet why are there only a handful that move in the supernatural? Why are there only a handful of men and women of God that carry power to such a degree that people just shake in their presence and start crying with conviction or start rejoicing in laughter? Why is it that we have to look back decades to find massive supernatural moves of God? And it's because I... I believe in the depths of me that what we're tackling today is one of the things that's held back the body of Christ. And if we'll grab a hold of the fact that God rescued us from having to live a life of fear, and we'll grab a hold of the word that says fear has no portion with me, then we are then in position to Mm -hmm. step into the supernatural. God wants his body to flow in the supernatural things of God. And put that in the comments. God wants me to flow in the supernatural things of God. But the enemy knows as he's been stripped of all power that the only weapon he has left in his arsenal is deception. So if he can scare us into not using our power, he'll win. So he roams, he roams, good. He roams around like a roaring lion, acting, deceiving, making people believe he's a roaring lion, when in reality, he's a defeated foe. Yeah. He's a defeated foe. The only tactic he has is lying. That's it. That's all that's in the devil's arsenal. He's a liar. Yep. He's a liar. He's a liar. Fear is a lie. 
Fear is not truth. And put that in the comments. Fear is not truth. Fear is a lie. If it does not make me lift my hands in praise, then it does not come from my God. And I do not have to tolerate it. Yeah. I do not have to tolerate the mouth of a liar. Yep. I do not have to listen to the voice of someone who's leading me to death. Yeah. The only voice I have to listen to is truth and life. And fear is not found in that. And we're going to look at that more today. And that's really going to be, I believe, the tone of the whole week is by the time we're, we hit the finish button on Friday, we're going to be done. There's going to be a new resolve on this body. There's going to be a new resolve on this ministry. Yeah. A resolve that says, I'm no longer participating with thoughts that are trying to kill me. Yeah. I'm no longer allowing myself to think on deception. I'm done with that stuff. I'm done listening to the voice of a liar. I only sign for packages that get sent to me by God. And I believe that come Friday, we're going to have a different body on our hands. Yeah. We're going to have a different group of partners on our hands. The vine is going to be stronger because the enemy will have been exposed. Faith is rising up even now and we're going to resist and watch as the devil runs like a little kid who just peed his pants <laughs> fleeing from the body of Christ yeah. because the body of Christ is going to see who we are. That's the vision I believe God has given for us through this broadcast this week. God is breaking the back of the bondage of fear that's tried to grip his people again yeah amen amen let's get into it <laughs> do you have anything on any of that no that's all great <laughs> i don't I'm, you, I'm taking notes on everything that you're saying right now this is great what stirred up in your spirit as i was talking as you were talking one of, one of the things that came up was something that had added that had been brought up at the tent meeting mm -hmm. last week i can't remember if it was pastor eddie or pastor tracy somebody had brought it up if it's not if it's not on jesus if it's not in the, the body of Christ, it shouldn't be on us. Yeah. So God's not up, uh, up in heaven shaking, afraid of what's going to happen, of what, no. what the circumstances may be. Oh, no, is, that, is the things going to be okay? Oh, gosh. No. He's, he's strong. He's firm. And yes. we should be, too. Amen. There's no reason that we should fear anything at all. Yeah, put that in the comments. God's strong, God's firm, and I am, too. Yeah. If it's who God is, it's who I am. And God is not fearful. Yeah. You know, there's when I when I became pregnant with my daughter Caroline, I had never understood like I understood it in theory mm -hmm. when pastors would say that a lot of parents believe that there's such thing as a healthy dose of fear. Yeah. I was like Okay, like people deal with that. But no, it's immediate. It yeah. was immediate yep. that it tried to come on me. Yeah. It's immediate. And what the Lord was showing me is that there is never an opportunity where it is okay for me to step into fear. Yeah. Because it's not who God is. And we see that in 1 John 4, verse 18, where it says there's no fear in love. Yeah. God is perfect love. There is no fear found in him. If the word says there's no fear in love, then that means there is no fear in God. And if I'm in him, what that verse tells me is that there is never an opportunity where it's okay for me to be afraid. 
-hmm. There's never an opportunity. And that goes against so much logic. It goes against so much worldly experience. But worldly experience is not our doctrine. It's yeah. not our Bible. There's never an opportunity where it's okay for me to stay afraid. I yeah. may face something that tempts me to fear, but my God has overcome it all. Why? Because perfect love casts out all fear. Yeah. It casts it out. It has no portion with God. God is not a God of fear. There's a difference between fear and a holy, reverent fear of God. Yeah. Those are different things. Being afraid and being in fear is not the same thing as I reverence my God so much it could look like fear. Mm. I'm not afraid of my God. Yeah. I'm not afraid of my father. We're not to be afraid of him. We're to have such holy reverence of him that my dedication to him, my devotion to him, to someone who doesn't understand could look like fear. Mm. I'm not going to touch him. I'm not like, I'm not going to tempt the Lord that yeah. God. I respect him. I honor him, but I'm not afraid of him because there is no fear in perfect love. And that's before we hit anything else this week, we've got to know that in our, as my husband says, in our knower, we've got to get it deep down in us, in the core of who we are. God will never put me in a position where he asks me to be afraid. Yeah. God puts me in a position for me to dispel fear in others. Yeah. Because what we're carrying is greater than the situation. Yeah. The spirit in me is greater than anything I'm going to face. Yep. The spirit in you is greater than anything you're going to face. Yeah. And when others may be afraid, you walk into a room, you're not William walking into that room. You have God Almighty inside of you. Yeah. You have the storm stilling God who lives in you and yeah. when others are freaking out the presence of god that we are to carry should cast out all fear in others yeah like we should be carrying that level of strength resolve stillness yeah. peace yeah. in us and the enemy is a jerkwad who wants <laughs> us to believe that he's this big bad whatever he's nothing and he knows that if he can make our minds run rampant all the time, that we're not going to recognize what's in us, so we're not going to utilize what's in us. Yeah. If he can keep us distracted on the wind and the waves, we're not going to be still enough to know, wait a second, yeah. there's something greater in me. Yep. There's something stronger in me. Mm -hmm. I don't have to participate with this. Yeah. I came to abolish this. Yeah. I came to destroy yep. this because I'm in the same mission Jesus is in. If Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil that's what i'm here to do too yeah you and you had said something earlier you said fear is not truth it's not the truth will set you free fear will try to bind you yeah fear will try to keep you from doing keep you from acting out what god has told us to do mm -hmm. within like three chapters like the end of deuteronomy and the beginning of joshua three times specifically it says do not fear yeah i command you specifically not to fear mm -hmm. actually i think you i think you had a couple of these on the notes can, can we read through yeah them? go for it so, uh, Deuteronomy 31, uh, 6 says, be strong and courageous. I have NASB, so if it's a little bit different. Um, it says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He yeah. will not fail you or forsake you. Yeah. He will not fail you or forsake you. It's not a question. Yeah. It's not a, oh, it, we're just going we're, we're to do this and maybe it'll. No, he will not fail you. Yes. 
Two, two verses down, it says, the Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. Again, he will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Yeah. And then in Joshua, you had read... Go for it. Where, where, where did Joshua you read in Joshua? Joshua 1, 9. Yeah. Well, it says it, it says it as well in Joshua 1, 7. It says, only be strong and very courageous. It says, mm -hmm. only be strong and courageous. Joshua 1, 9 says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Yeah. It's, it's a command from God to do it. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but the other day I was talking to pastor and he said, when there is a command to do something, when the Lord has put something in place for you to do, there's a, there's a supply to carry it out. A hundred percent. So when, when he says, do not fear, it's not a, it's not a matter of, Oh, I need to figure out how to not just not just do that. There's a supply. Yes. Yeah. There, God has given us the tools to dispel all of that. Yes. To to rebuke it to 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 just be done with it. Yes. Well, and the supply is in what you just read. It's in him. Yeah. He he's the one that says, "I am with you wherever you go." God is the supply. Yeah. See, a lot of times cuz I dealt with fear, that was one of my like top four things that were issues for me. I was a really fearful person. Yeah. And I was, and hear the deception on this. I was afraid of what would happen when I let go of fear because I thought mm. I'd be empty. Yeah. Like I thought I'd be lacking if I gave it up because so much devotion to fear was my life. Yeah. So it's like, if I'm not afraid, what am I? Mm -hmm. Like that's so twisted. And that, like that, that's only the enemy. Only the enemy could twist something that much. But God does not leave us empty. He fills us. So when we release fear, we're not releasing it to be void. We're releasing the grip of fear so that our grip on God can get that much stronger. Yeah. He doesn't just say, don't fear. He replaces the fear with something stronger, yeah. himself. Yep. That's why he can tell us, be strong and courageous. Don't fear, be strong, be courageous. Okay, how? How do I do that? Because I have a supply in me yeah. that's not my own. Yep. It's not up to me to be strong and courageous. It's up to him. Yeah. It's not up. And put that in the comments. It's not up to me to be strong and courageous. It's up to God in me. Yeah. It's up to God. He supplies that. If I'm walking in strength, it's because he gives me the strength. If I'm walking in courage, it's because he's shown me how. He is the supply. Yeah. So thinking that it's up to us to get rid of fear. No, 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 no. It's up to us to just let it go. And then he fills the void so it can't come back. Yeah, exactly. And so... Can I ask a question? Yes. Okay. So when when fear tries to come up, when fear tries, because it, 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 it does. You judo chop it in the face. <laughs> that, there's the answer to my question. That's perfect. No. What? No, so what I was going to ask you is, if, if God's the one supplying it, if God's the one being strong and courageous through us, what actions do we need to take to put that on? Yeah, that's a phenomenal question. Romans 12. See, the word tells us in Proverbs that we are to commit our works, that our thoughts would be established. Yeah. So we have to commit to the work that God's told us to do. If an attack on our mind comes, what has he told us to do with our mind? Because our spirit man is born again. As we're talking right now, this spirit man, the real us, is thrilled because it understands, no, we don't have to live in bondage. Yeah. The flesh may be freaking out, but the spirit man knows this is the way to live. Yeah. This is my 
intended destiny by God. Yeah. But the decision rests in our minds, in our soul, our mind, will, and emotion. And so the decision of whether I'm going to follow the spirit man or whether I'm going to follow the flesh man lays entirely in the realm of the soul. So what has God told us to do with the soul? Romans 12, and if you'll read 12, 1 and 2. 12, 1 and 2. Uh, it says, therefore, yeah, there it is. Yep. Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Yeah, we are to renew our minds. Don't be conformed to fear. Mm -hmm. Don't be conformed to how the world works. Renew our minds. And in renewing our minds, we'll prove what the will of God is. Mm -hmm. So when fear tries to come up and tries to raise a standard against the word, I just throw the word back in his face. That's yeah. what we're to do. Is and we're not just as supposed to call to memory all the old things. Put it in front of our faces right now. Yeah. Fear's trying to come up. Bump that. What does God say about fear? God says, "Be strong and courageous. Don't be anxious about anything." I sought the Lord. He answered me. He rescued me from all my fears. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no fear. Yeah. You've just told me that I'm to be afraid. My God rescues me from that. It says so in the Word. It says so in the Word. Yeah. This is what the Word says. And that's yeah. our example that Jesus set. If you see, if you go back to the garden with Jesus, not, not in the garden, sorry, in the wilderness, when Jesus is being tempted by the enemy, mm -hmm. the enemy comes up tempting him, tempting him. And in those temptations, there's a threat of fear. Yeah. Matthew let's 4. Just, let's go there. Yeah, go to Matthew 4. So in Matthew 4, Jesus has been fasting for 40 days, 40 nights, slime ball enemy comes. I am so sorry. I'm like turning there so slowly, apparently page by page. But so he's in the wilderness. He's fasting. He, yeah. he just got baptized. He just got filled with Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. just got baptized. He's about to go start his crusade and he has found himself in the word. Yeah. He's been fellowshipping with the Lord. He's just just stepping into his destiny and the enemy comes and the enemy says the first time he comes and says if you're the son of god command that these stones become bread mm. now i've i've heard preach i think brother tracy has said this too but i i've heard preachers say that the enemy didn't come necessarily in bodily form Mm -hmm. The enemy also came in his mind. Yeah. He tried to hit him at the decision point. Mm -hmm. So he comes and says, if you're the son of God, if that word, if has a thread of fear in there. Yeah. What if you're not the son of God? Mm -hmm. Are you sure you're the son of God? Are you positive? What happens if you're wrong? Yeah. If you're wrong, you're going to go crucify yourself for nothing. Yeah. Are you really all powerful? Is that really you? Like, that's what that, all is what's in that word if. Yeah. See, if is not our friend. Yep. That word if can be as dangerous as the word but. Mm. Like, the, yeah. I could do this, but I'm really, I, I don't know if I, if I really could do this. Like, someone else could, but probably not me. If God would want me to, like, it's laced with that same deception of fear. And so that word if is dangerous. We've got to squash the ifs. We've got to squash the buts. If they're not from God, they don't belong to us. Yeah. So the enemy comes 
if you're the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Yeah. But with that temptation, with that temptation of fear, Jesus said, man shall not live on bread alone. Why? It is written. He responded back with an it is written. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. You're not getting in my head. You're not getting in my thoughts. I'm not going to let you move me in my thinking. Yeah. Here's the word. Yeah. The word says this. I'm not, I'm not dignifying your response to me with any words that aren't my God. Yeah. You're only going to get back the word from me. And so he wrote back, or he said back, it is written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. He tries again. Yeah. If you're the son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written. And he throws up another verse to cause fear and confusion. Yeah. He's a slime ball. <laughs> yep. And Jesus comes back again. No, it is written. Mm -hmm. So he tries again. If you're the son of God, do the... Every time Jesus just responded with an, it is written mm -hmm. because he renewed his mind. Yeah. He was in fellowship with God. Fellowship with God, renewing our minds will lead us to what James four tells us to do. Submit to God. Mm -hmm. And in that submitting to God, we will resist the devil. Yeah. Submit to God, resist the devil. He will flee from you. Cleanse your hands, purify your hearts. Mm -hmm. All of this is found in fellowship and the word. So yeah. if fear tries to come, we've got to renew our mind immediately. Immediately step into fellowship. Immediately step into the word. Immediately squash that garbage and don't allow it to linger. Yeah. Does that answer? Yeah, that, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And you brought up a point, sort of, not like super quick, but you had said that that fear tried to come at the decision point. Yes. Fear tried to hop in right right at the point where it really mattered. Yep. That's where it tried to come in. Yep. And that that uh, there have been so many instances where point. where things have tried right before the Lord has done some of the most amazing things in my life. Fear has tried to just show up. Yeah. And it it I don't like it. It's not fun. It's yeah. it's not great. And that all of this helps so much. Speak so Speak on it. Speak on it. Yeah, what have you seen happen? Okay, well. Just flow. Okay, very good. Um, so just, just an example. Uh, when, we were, when we were in the Philippines, uh, there, was, there was a night. It was one of the night services, and I believe, I believe Pastor was speaking. And I felt led to go up and get prayer. Yeah. Which, I mean, with George and Mark and everybody, it was like, oh, we need to catch. We need to do this. We're here to serve, that kind of thing. But no, I felt led to go up and, go up and receive prayer. And I was yeah. like, no, no, I, I don't need to do that. That's... It's fine. I don't want to look weird in front of all these people. It's and and it was fear. Yeah. I didn't. I I didn't want to to crucify my flesh to to go up and do what the Lord had told me to do. Yeah. And after I made the decision to do it, because you know needed to make that decision, the Lord moved so strongly in me that that is one of the most amazing experiences that I have had with the Lord. I was wow. on the I was on the floor for like forty five minutes. It was amazing, but the fear tried to come in right then. Yeah. And had I not made the decision to ignore it, yeah. If if I if if I had had you know the revelation that you just brought that I needed to bring up the word, no, I'm picking. No, no. But but he helped having, you even without that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and making making that decision to resist the fear brought in something that I wouldn't have had had I submitted to the fear. Yeah. 
No, and that's that you highlighting that point is huge because it's important for us to recognize patterns. Mm -hmm. See, nothing in the kingdom is random and nothing in the spirit realm is random. Satan's not in the kingdom. He got kicked out of the kingdom. He's not part of that, but he is part of the spirit realm. And so it's not coincidence when things happen. It's coordination. So a lot of times attacks come up sp at specific moments and a lot of times they'll come up as patterns. And I would agree, a lot of times it comes right at decision points, right at moments when God it wants to flow through mightily. We're right on the brink of stepping into what God wants for us. And then but what happens if I step? Yep. Then logic tries to kick in or worldly facts try to kick in and they make us hesitate. They make us take pause. Well, should I really keep pursuing the Lord in this? Is that really God? Like anytime our voice goes high like that, that like God is not wavering. God does not waffle. God is specific and he means what he says. And he is only leading us to triumph. Yeah. He's only leading us to triumph. He's not leading us to destruction. He's not leading us to doom and gloom. He's not leading us to loneliness. He's not leading us to death. God is only leading us to life and life in abundance. Yeah. And knowing that, when we know who God is, see, another aspect of getting rid of fear, it goes back to what we said earlier, it's fellowship. When I know who my God is, fear can't, can't have a grip on me. It can't hold me. Because why would I fear when my God is so good and loves me so thoroughly? Yeah. The only area where the enemy can make me fear is if I am insecure in my relationship with God. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's been for me, it's been in the areas where I have not had revelation on God's goodness that the enemies tried to come in. Going back to Caroline, I'd never been a mother before. I'd never had a child before. This was all new territory for me. So I hadn't formed good strongholds for God yet. Yeah. I had some, but not thoroughly. Yeah. So here he comes, the enemy comes seeing that this is a new opportunity, mm. seeing that land wasn't super fortified yet. It's yeah. like, believe fear here mm. and also be afraid here and here because it's brand new. Yeah. Just because a fear comes up doesn't mean we've got to listen to it. And it also doesn't mean that you're the worst Christian in the world. Yeah. It just means that the enemy is looking the same way God looks for any legal loophole to get his goodness to us. The enemy is looking for any open door, any open window, unlocked opening to try and steal kill and destroy yeah that's why we don't play around with it yeah like and put that in the comments i will not play around with fear like marky did a phenomenal job this morning she recognized that a fear had tried to be there within minutes with it literally within minutes she brought she's like this tried to be here i know it's not god i want your agreement on this that's someone who's getting revelation more and more day by day of i will not play around with this i will not sit in this because fear will only lead us away from god yeah fear's never going to lead us to god Fear will only lead us away from God. 
And if it's not leading me to him, why would I want it? Like that alone, if it's not going to lead me to him, it's hurting me. Yeah. What, what had come up as you were talking uh, ta- talking about that was Matthew eleven twenty eight. Um, yeah. It's come to me who are come to me all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Yep. I I, I haven't checked this with pastor, and again, please correct me. But what what I had written down after reading that was weariness is directly related to distance from the Father. Yes. So the closer you get to Him, the less weary, the less fearful, the less everything, because that that sin, that death, that curse can't be where He is. Yep. So the more you have the fellowship with Him, the more you cultivate that relationship with Him, the less that can be there. Yeah. That's 100% correct. <laughs> That's why knowing our God is so vital. Yeah. That's why, like, I mean, in the verses William was reading with you, what is what was the Lord pointing Joshua to? Be strong and courageous. God is with us. Yeah. Not God's up ahead and you're going to find him. No, God is with us. We have whole, like, man, if when we as the body of Christ wake up, self-included, I haven't arrived. When we wake up to the full supply of what's in us, the body will be unstoppable. Yeah. That's what happened to these men and women of God who have done exploits. It's not that they've been perfect. It's not that they've made every decision correctly. There's only one person who did that, and his name is Jesus. The yeah. Bible is full of people who have made missteps. But the reason that we know their names is because they started getting revelation of what they had available to them. Yeah. What was inside of them? What did Paul have in him? He had yeah. the Holy Spirit inside of him. That's what caused him to write easily over a third of the New Testament. That's what caused Peter to have a shadow that healed people. Not because he was some super spiritual religious zealot. Mm -hmm. No, he had a source greater than him and he yielded to it. Yeah. He recognized it. He yielded to it. He listened to that voice. And if he missed it, he was quick to repent. Yeah. If we miss it, we've got to be quick to repent. But fear should never hold us down longer than a second. Yeah. We should see it, squash it, and move on with our day. It lit like fear should literally have no more hold on me than a mosquito that tries to land on my hand. Yeah. I see it, I squash it, it's I flick it off, the remnants of it, and it's done. Yeah. I'm done with it. I'm, like, how many of us literally think of a mosquito after we kill it? Except for, like, maybe Abigail, whose heart is, like, the no, largest the heart ever. <laughs> but, but, I mean, yeah. truly, how many of us think of a mosquito like that? Yeah. We, unless it was, like, a really good kill and yeah. you, like, zap it like, with yeah, a fly swatter. Yeah. In which case, you can, like, tell people it died. Yeah. But, like, once you kill it, you're done with that No, thing. you're done. Yeah. It's not even lingering in your it's thoughts not e- It's not even a thought. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. Because it's nothing. Yep. And that's what fear is. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Even if worldly logical facts are stacked up to back fear, it's nothing in compared to the truth of God. Yeah. It's nothing. And like the mind grapples with that. Cause it's like, yeah. how could you say it's nothing? I'm experiencing this and this and I see this yep. and I see this. 
I see my God. Yeah. My God is bigger than all of it. Yeah. It's nothing compared to him. Yeah. It's like, it's like, why did Peter sink when he was walking out on the water with Jesus? He took his eyes off of him. Yeah. He started looking at the waves and, and, the, and the clouds and all the other stuff. Yeah. And he began to sink. Yeah. He took his eyes off of where his supply came from. Yeah. And he began to fall. Yes. Yeah. And it was nothing. Yeah. Like forgot. What did Jesus like? I mean, Jesus in the, the, another story sees the storm. Peace be still. And yeah. it's gone. It's three words. All gone. Just gone. It's nothing compared to God. Yeah. And all we've got to do is get in him. As Peter walked in the word and he walked to Jesus, he stood. Yeah. Fear wasn't in him when his eyes were on Jesus. Yep. And fear won't be in us when our eyes are on Jesus. Yeah. And if it tries, whack-a-mole that thing. Yep. Flick the fly off. Get rid of it. Mm. Uh, James had a question. Go and for I, it. I wanted to make sure that got mentioned. It says, could it be that one fear comes up in front of us? Like that you face the same fear over and over? Is that what you're meaning? Is that? If that's what you're meaning, just let me know. Um, if there's anything that you want to clarify, and I'll, I'll answer it in a second. Um, and look, I'm not pretending to be the expert on this, but praise God, we've been with Pastor now for years and years and have heard teaching. So I'm happy to ask Pastor these questions too, but we'll look at the word on it together. Yeah. But, I mean, as he's coming with his answer on that, I mean, there are definitely things that I've faced more than once mm -hmm. because it wasn't fully crucified in me. Mm -hmm. Or the enemy tries to tempt us to take the fear back. Yeah. You know, like he, he knows what things push our buttons. Pastor said often, the enemy knows mankind better than we know mankind because he's had more experience with it. We're, I'm not the first person with my personality type. William's yeah. not the first person with yep. his personality type. The yep. enemy's seen multiple people who have had similar personalities and he knows what things push our buttons. Yeah. So he tries to push our buttons. And he tries to tempt us with things. And we can deal with things and literally have them. Like there was one time where I had a fear come up and it was a fear involving someone else. Mm -hmm. And I needed to put it down and I needed to like crucify it and be done. And I purposed for like six months mm -hmm. easy, easy on it. And I thought I dealt with it. And then pastor came back to me like six months later and he's like, you need to like make sure you're watching this. He wasn't saying I was still dealing with it. He's like, just, just make sure you're watching for this. Yeah. And he gave me some direction. And I let that eat my lunch. Praise God, pastor didn't hang up the phone and we talked it through. Yeah. But I started to let it eat my lunch. Yeah. Because I'm like, I thought I dealt with this. Mm. Why am I why, why am I hearing this again? Why yeah. am I getting this direction again? And it wasn't that I hadn't dealt with it. It was just more, it was God giving me a word that when it came up again, mm -hmm. I had the resolve for how to handle it. It yeah. wasn't that I hadn't made the decision. Yeah. It wasn't that I hadn't crucified it. It was Here's an attack of it. See it for what it is and kill it dead. Yeah. It's not that there's something wrong in the core of who I am. It's no enforce, enforce what we're called, um, enforce what we're called to do. James says, no, what I was talking about was we could, we could be in the wrong culture. And I was asking, could it be the wrong culture like lot? Um, I was reading what Pastor Nicole said too. She said, perfect love casts out fear. Therefore, if fear stands, we need more of God in that area. Absolutely. Okay, so James, no, what I was talking about was 
um, could it be that we're in the wrong culture like lot? Like if fears around us? Yeah, I think, I think. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. It could be that we haven't, George and I had this happen where we didn't set a culture of peace in our home yeah. and our, our culture in our house was lots of storms, lots mm -hmm. of arguing, lots of lack of peace. And what we needed to do was turn the culture and establish it in our home yeah. as believers. We have a right to enforce kingdom wherever we're planted, especially in our own home. Yeah. So we needed to turn that culture. But you can absolutely all be surrounded by people who are constantly in fear. But just because the people around us are in fear, has God called us to them? And that's something that we have to make sure that we're asking before we just shake the dust off and run. Because as someone who grabbed that verse when I was younger, and I'm like, cool, mm -hmm. that means if I don't like you and you don't like me, then we're out of here. <laughs> we don't have to deal with each other. Yeah. No, we could be called to people who have lived in fear their entire lives and were on assignment in their life. That's why having a perspective bigger than ourselves is so important. And we ask the why. Mm -hmm. Why is this person in my life, Lord? Did you place them here? Yeah. And if God says no, then we can, like at a certain point, change our culture by picking the right people to be around. And But there can also be a time where God sends us on a, like I'm thinking at a job. You can't necessarily control all of the people that are around you. Like, I can't control all the people around me whenever God places me in a job environment. But I can control myself. Mm -hmm. I can control yeah. whether I stay in peace. I can control whether I'm freaking out. I can control whether I am casting fear out of my life. And my testimony to others can be, she stayed in peace. She didn't lose her cool. The, the world may freak out around me, but I don't have to. I don't have to be in fear. So while we may not be able to change our coworkers, we can leave them with the testimony of, I was not in peace, but they seem to be. How? If it's in my own home, then absolutely, I have a responsibility to set a culture of no fear in my home to squash that dead. Yeah. And then if it's just in relationships, then ask God, do you want me to have this relationship? If yes, then you keep being the consistent person. If he says no, then you thank you, Lord, for the relationship while I had it. And now it's time to move on. But we don't just cut the rug and run with people. Mm. We seek the Lord on it first. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Amen. And so my mom has put in a, uh, a message like three times Madre. to do something. And in honoring my mother, I'm uh, going to do it. This is so, a good one. This is a good one. So... Uh, I got to tell this to the super kids a couple weeks ago, and that, I, was, that was really I fun, honestly but. had no idea what she was talking about. I'm like, yes, fear leads us to roller coasters. Yeah. Absolutely, Deb. Yeah, woo. <laughs> yeah. So when I was younger, I was absolutely horrified of roller coasters. We took a trip. Yes, uh, yeah, it was bad. We took a trip to Disney World when I was like nine, and I would, I would get near a ride, and I would freak out. Like, my mom tried to get me to go on, like, the tiniest little baby coaster, and I legitimately got into a ball in the line and just was on the floor crying. It was bad. Dumbo can do that to you. Dumbo can do that. The ears are freaky, man. <laughs> the big floppy ears. They're, they're kind of... But anyhow. So a couple, couple years ago now, 
maybe about a year and a half. When was yeah. the last time we took a family trip to Carolines? Before Caroline, so 2012 or 21. Okay, so so two years ago, mm -hmm. uh, we had taken a family trip, uh, just some some of the folks here at the church to go to uh, Carowinds, which is just all roller coasters. Mm -hmm. And the entire time, uh, my flesh was screaming at me because I did not want to get on any of the rides because I have not liked heights. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> But we were walking around, and I was with a group of people, and they really wanted to go on this one ride. And it was, it wasn't, it wasn't one of the ones that I was the most afraid of, but I was definitely not, I was definitely not jazzed to go on this ride. So, so we get, we get in line, we get up on the stairs and I, I am, I am petrified for lack of a better word. It's, fear came, uh, fear tried to come on me and it was, it was, I was letting it, it was bad. Yeah. But I, I. I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say I felt led, but I felt like I needed to get on it and do it and get over that. Yeah. And what had come up to me was was my favorite Bible verse, which it still is. It's Joshua one nine. We had mentioned it earlier. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not fear. Be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Mm -hmm. And that just started stirring in my spirit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, all right, God's with me. I still don't feel great about this, but God's with me. Yeah. And I just kept repeating it to myself. I pulled it up on my phone. I read it. I just kept going through it. Exactly like you said, renewing your mind to the word mm -hmm. instead, of, instead of letting the fear take over. And I got on the ride, and I, I, was still, I was still kind of letting it get to me. And so as we're going up the slope, I'm saying it out loud and praying very loudly. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a great testimony for all the other people riding on this. <laughs> I am strong and courageous. The yeah. boy in the back said so. Like I had, I was white knuckling. The, I was like, Father, if you get me through this, I'll, I'll do whatever you say, God. Just, just please don't let me die. Just let me stay on this. Lester Sumrall has disease. Brother Hagen has disease. William has a role. I had the afterburn. So... <laughs> So, so we get on the ride, and we're going up, and all of that happens. We get to the drop, and it, I legitimately was shaking. I, it was so bad. Yeah. We get to the drop. I have the most fun experience of my life. I loved it. It was Amen. the most amazing thing. I, I went on it twice. Amen. I, th I think I went on it three times, and the last time I rode in the front just because I wanted to see how it felt. But that wasn't, that wasn't anything... Like riding a roller coaster isn't isn't life changing, but conquering fear is. Yeah, it is. Knowing how to deal with that, knowing how to put the word where it needs to go yeah. and use the word yeah. to conquer that kind of thing is. So so taking that taking that little trip to Carowinds sort of changed some things for me, yeah. which was great. But but just like you said, having the word there, having that in your spirit, knowing it, being studied up. Yeah. You said studied to show yourself approved, being being aware of of what the word says and how to stand on it. Yeah. That, that it was, it was awesome. Well, and, and some people may think that that's a little thing. Like I have a similar testimony of Carowinds, uh, the place where fear dies yeah. or, or lives, depending on what you choose. But <laughs> I, that's not little. Yeah. There is no yeah. such thing as a little fear. Fear is fear. Yeah. So if I reckon, if we are to recognize that God's not in fear, that means them all. Yeah. A fear of spiders. Yep. That's a fear that needs to get conquered because God's not in that. Yeah. A fear of loneliness. God's not in that. Yep. You know, whether it's big, whether it's seemingly small, God is not in fear. He has no 
part with it. So if we recognize that there's something in our life that's held us back from flowing in God, we've got to conquer that thing. Like, I yeah. won't give my heroin story, but like I, the, one of them that I've recognized is skydiving. George, hold your phone. Jo I already know George just sat up wherever he is. I, like George used to skydive when he was in the military and he loves it. Like, oh my gracious, you want to see my husband come alive? Show him skydiving. And he just, it's another person takes over. Hi, George. He, it's Hi, George. already being recorded. There's no need to record. He like whips his phone he's, out to record He's got right his now. phone hanging out of the window. This like is this. on YouTube. It's public right now. Yeah. Like this is not private. <laughs> oh my gosh. My word. But so he <laughs> he's so he gets so excited about skydiving. Yeah. And I have said for years, nope. Yep. Not me. Not gonna do it. Will never be me. And that's the thing. If you say will never, God's gotta get you over that never. Yep. In some way, shape, or form. That's why I've stopped saying never. Yeah. I will never go to Hawaii. I will never travel to I will I never have a billion dollars in um, a bank account. No. <laughs> yeah. No. But so I for Valentine's Day two or three years ago, I had leading to take George to iFly, which is like an indoor skydiving place near us. And honestly, even that freaked me out. Mm -hmm. Like I had no desire to do that. And getting up to it, like I'm all suited up. I'm watching people go in. Like I, you're contained. You have people helping yeah, you. Yeah, you're in a tube, right? But yeah, you're in a tube. And yet the, in order to do it, you don't just like lie on the ground and the air flips you up. Like you have to fall into the tunnel. Ooh. And so I like, even that scared me. And I recognize I can't live like this anymore. Yeah. Like if if I want God to do supernatural things through me, I've got to be willing to say yes to him in everything. Yeah. So I went, I did the indoor skydiving and it was so much fun. Like mm. George is in the comments saying, you're such a natural. Like I, if I was, praise God, that could have just been my husband being thrilled I was doing it. Yeah. But, but I had so much fun that at that moment, I told God, if you ever tell me to do this for real, I will. Yeah. Not saying that fear wouldn't try to come back up then, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to be unwilling if God says to do something. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not going to be in a position where God says, go speak here and go speak in an inner city environment to, uh, to gang members and be too scared to speak yeah. and have him not be able to use me yeah. and hinder those people. Like I've got to conquer everything that would try to limit me. If it's a limitation, it's not God. Yeah. So if it's limiting what I can do, it's my responsibility to choose to overcome that fear. And God will be the one to help us do it. He'll strengthen us through it. Just like he strengthened you on the roller coaster as you're Shonda Kaying the whole way I, up. That's exactly what I was doing. That's what I did when I was by Abby going up the roller coaster as well. Ah. And I just prayed in the Holy Ghost and screamed in the Holy Ghost. And yep. then the Holy Ghost made me live and praise God. Yeah, hopefully there, there, there weren't any... Uh... Well, any unbelievers on there because you know they Not probably now. probably would have freaked them out you know? save now yep <laughs> <laughs> um but he says george i'll go indoor or i'll go outdoor skydiving with you look at that george Brotherhood. george if the lord leads i'll go outdoor skydiving with you <laughs> <laughs> but it's it, truly it's squashing fear yeah, yeah. Fe fear of people you know i'm i'm too afraid to have friendships with people like what if people get to know me yeah 
if I can't let people know me, they're never going to be able to receive from me. Yeah. And God can't flow through me. Yep. Like, no matter what the fear is, we all know that thing that if God says, do it right now, the flesh would try and freak out. Like, I, I'm going to brag on Sammy. I can half see her. She's Ooh. looking at me through her side eyes right now. But like, I, I was so pleased with her because she had a phenomenal testimony happen at the tent meeting. Like, she received big on Thursday. Yeah. And so Friday night comes around and they're doing testimonies. And I texted her. And I was like, you should go give your testimony. And she looked at me and she's like, Mm-mm. like she's giggling. Cause she knows it's true. Like, Mm-mm. but then on Saturday to the whole church, she sends her testimony out. Great. Not like a one sentence. Like she sent a yeah. long testimony. I, out. I, had to, I had to scroll to read it. No. There was scrolling involved. <laughs> yeah. Like she, she put her heart into it. Yeah. And when yeah. I reached out to her, I'm like, you made me cry again. She, yeah. she's like, I realized that it was fear that was keeping me from testifying, and I'm not going to let fear keep me from getting what God has already given to yes. me. Like, that's yeah. someone overcoming fear, to re- and now she's in position to receive everything Jesus just promised her is available. Yeah. Because she's not going to let fear keep her mouth silent. Yep. She's not going to let fear keep her praise back on what God has already done. And it's time that we kill all of it. God's already squashed fear in Jesus. He's already overcome it all. It's done. It does not have to live with us. It does not have to be a part of our life. The believer's life can be free from fear if we will choose to get in him and resist it and refuse to participate with it and say, I am done. I am done being a victim of fear. I'm not a victim. Yeah. I'm a victor. Yeah. I'm not a victim. I'm yep. an overcomer. Yeah. I'm not a victim. I'm a victor in Christ. And put that in the comments. I am a victor in Christ. God is our victory. And in Jesus, he's already defeated everything pertaining to death, hell, and the grave. He's already defeated this slime ball, Satan. And we can walk in that victory day after day after day. And the more in him we get, the less of this carnal world we are. And we can live free from all bondage of fear. We can live that way. Yeah. 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 Do you have anything else? No, that's because I'm nearing a point where I I'm ready to pray. But if I know, you have more, I no, want no, 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 I'm to. no, I'm I'm right there with you. Okay, then we're gonna pray. We're gonna pray and be done with it. To, and look, this unless the Lord changes something, and we're totally open to that. Then I believe this week we're gonna talk about fear. This week we're yeah. going to expose the fear of man. We're gonna expose the fear of death. We're gonna expose the fear of when God calls us into things that seem yeah. bigger than us. We're gonna look at all of these different facets of fear let god unlock them all show them show us what they are and receive his power to walk through them leaving them obliterated behind us not to come back and grab us again but right now if you're ready for fear to just be done done with you done in your life if you're ready and you are at a point where it's yes I believe that God wants me to live free from this I'm receiving everything Jesus has for me I'm not going to wait till Friday I'm going to pray now I'm going to believe now I'm grabbing the promises now and I'll grab more tomorrow and more the next day but I'm not waiting on this I'm grabbing it now then William's going to lead you in prayer and we're going to pray together and watch as God moves mightily to set us free from every bit of that fear. 
Praise God. Amen. Amen. Shonko do kore sambataya telinde, hoko bon kore sambatelinde, yobo koro sonto kore sembe. Father, I thank you for this word today. I thank you for showing us how to conquer fear, how to get rid of it, how to drive it out of our lives, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father. I'm going to give you yep, some yep. direction. Do it. So, remember how you prayed for Grayson two weeks ago? Yeah. Okay. Fear is trying to grip your family. Got it. Fear is trying to grip the body. That's all I needed to know. Go. Fear, we break your back over this body. Yeah. We break your back over every viewer, every yeah. partner, every person connected with this ministry, Father. It has no right to be there. Yeah. It has no claim over us. All it can do is lie. Yeah. All the enemy can do is lie. Yeah. We break it, we rebuke it, and we bind it in yeah. Jesus' name. No more fear will come on us in Jesus' name. Yeah. And when it tries, Father, we will know how to deal with it. Yeah. We will know how to Take it and break it again and continue to break it because it has no power in Jesus name. Yeah. Yeah, Father, we thank you right now for that word. We thank you, Lord, that by your stripes we were healed. By your blood we were set free. So we plead the blood right now over every single viewer. And we thank you that you've released your power to every single blood-bought believer. So power of God anointing be over every family, every home, every viewer now. Let the power of God from the top of their head to the soles of their feet, rise up now. The power to resist the devil, rise up now. The power to say no to fear, rise up now on the inside of every single person watching under the sound of our voices. And I thank you for, as William just prayed, for that continual diligence to resist, that continual diligence to submit, that continual diligence to walk in the victory of God. We're not being pushed around anymore yeah this body is done being pushed around the partners are done being pushed around yeah. by a defeated foe we're done with it we do not participate with it we're done and we thank you lord for that resolve and just say it out loud wherever you are put it in the comments i'm done with fear i'm done with fear that's our testimony now we're done with it lord yeah. we thank, thank you, you. we receive your freedom now, yeah. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Good job. God is good. And this week, let this be a breakthrough week for every single person. Yeah. We look, I know everybody, like I see basically everybody who's commenting. I have watched fear be broken off of so many lives in so many different areas, but even the smallest traces of it, by the time this week comes to a close, the power to be completely free in every area will have been released and we can have it. Will it be yours? Feel free to go back, watch this from the beginning we're going to continue on this week as we go through so just let's get expectant of what god wants to do this week yeah. mighty mighty things are being done through this body and if you want to partner with this word today if you want to partner with this broadcast we are getting ready to go on direct tv mm -hmm. 
soon. Yeah. Like, I don't know if pastor's given a date, so I'm not going to give a date, but it's coming up soon. Yep. And we are going to the nation. We're going to be broadcast in millions of homes. And that means that your seed is helping that to be accomplished. Yeah. As you partner with us, know that you are partnering into a soul winning ministry. We just crossed yeah. over 4,000 souls that have come into the kingdom this year alone through the hands and feet of the people of this ministry. We're hungry for God. We're hungry for change. We're hungry to see the fire of God. And that's what you're sowing into. So as the Lord's leading you, if you want to seal what you just prayed out and you want to make that declaration today, I'm sealing it with my faith and my seed, then feel free to sow. We sow this broadcast freely into everyone. You're under no compulsion to give. But if you can tell that the Lord's stirring something in you to sow, then just be obedient. You can yeah. go to giveww.org or as William slash Vanna, well, Vano, as he was just demonstrating, there's a QR code. You can scan that and it'll take you to the website as well. We have a variety of different ways to give. But I want to say this too. The Lord has had me say this multiple times. Don't I would encourage you, don't discredit any seed. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be money. We've had people sow chickens. I'm not saying sow a chicken, but you know, we've had people sow chickens. We've had people sow clothes. We've had people had leading and they've reached out and asked us. And the Lord's actually told us do this instead. And it's led to abundance. So just, we've had people sow their time. So just because the money may not be the first thing God brings up to you, doesn't mean it's not God. Yeah. So seek the Lord on what seed he has placed in your hand. And when he says to sow it, just be obedient. And we will gladly partner our faith with you over your seed. So today for every person who's on, blessed are the sowers. Blessed are the people who have chosen to partner with this ministry. Blessed, abundantly blessed. Their seed is blessed. Their bank accounts are blessed. Yeah. Their debit cards are blessed. Yeah. Their credit cards are blessed. Everything their hand touches is blessed. Their job is blessed. Where they go, what they do, blessed mm. abundantly. Thank their you, dreams Father. are blessed. Their side businesses are blessed. Yeah. The things that you're placing and birth on the inside of them blessed so today the seed that represents the livelihoods of every partner we call it blessed let it be pressed down shaken together running over and let it quickly return into the hands of those who have sown it blessed and no fear in finances lord any fear that's tried to grip the people over finances we call that done yeah all done we're not participating with it any longer. We are a free people. We are an abundant people. We are a prosperous people. We flow in abundance for every good work. And we are not poverty minded. We have your help, your triumph, and your victory. And we receive it now in Jesus name.